Welcome to the Land Your Bet Sports Betting Podcast. We are looking at week six here in the NFL. I got Dietz back on the show. We ready to get back into to week six? I'm about to shamelessly promote how awesome we've been, dude. Well, yes, and I, I'm ready to completely shatter our great run. It's when it happens. It's when you start talking about how well you're doing that no, you stop yeah. doing well. So don't don't look at the account balance sheet. Don't look at it. Just just keep pushing ahead. Endeavor forward because the more you look backwards, the more you, you, you're chasing up. It's a new week. There's a lot of new exactly. shit happening. We yeah. got to keep our gotta keep our eye on the prize because there's a Stay lot of sharp. weird lines out there today. But yeah, no. Do a little stay bit of sharp. shameless self-promotion. Yep, stay sharp. And I, I'm going to, because all that said, even if we go a little bit cold or like are slightly below 500, which seems not well, likely we got us. some We got some cushion. We got cushion. Yeah, we got some chips to play with right now. So, you know, we're big stack and we can kind of push in a little bit and try to muscle these guys around here in these sports books. So, yeah. like, here's where we're at for, for Dietz and I. Last week, we went 13 and 5 for a total of 8.9 units. Call it 9. So just for those of you who are following at home, that means $100. And, and I'll talk about the unit size because the, the unit measurements are, are relevant to how, how we yeah, are doing here. We, sometimes we say double down. Sometimes we say put a half on it. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more specific about it for people because I am like showing this record on, on screen for those who are watching on YouTube. Just so you know what the pattern is here on the show. Like you should be following on uh, on Twitter and IG and on YouTube as well, because that's where these picks are going. So if you're if you're watching this video anywhere, you know, fine, you're getting it. But these picks specifically are going in social media form on uh, in shorter form on Twitter and IG and all that on Thursday night, Sunday night and Monday nights, what we call sort of well, Sunday night's not really an island game, but Thursday night and Monday night, we call the island games. There's just those games on on each of those nights. I'm doing some stuff with my my buddy Levy, who's uh, I'll call him a fantasy football expert. He, he spends enough money and he makes enough money on it for me to call him that. And he, he is at that, this point, is that, is that the criteria these days? Yeah, for fantasy yeah, football okay. expert, I, unless there's yeah. a degree somewhere that I'm not aware of on maybe LinkedIn or, or the, the University sort of, of Matthew Berry. Ah, uh, that would be yeah. How to wear polo shirts without buttoning three top buttons? The uh, Matthew Institute. <laughs> the Bat Beer MBI. The uh, the the thing about Levy is he's a fantasy football nerd, so he's looking at players very closely. He d- hasn't translated it into betting in in sort of regular sports betting. But I have used him by as just a well of knowledge that I'm just soaking up and going, all right, give me all this stuff. I, I'm like literally reading him markets and going, what what is this? What stands out here? Here's what I was thinking. What do you think? And he's mm-hmm. breaking down film in his like spare time. So he's giving me some pretty good stuff on it. I've used that to to make some really nice parlays the last couple of weeks, a 10 to one that we hit and a nine to one that we hit last night on, on Thursday night. A little night. ladder. Yeah. Oh yeah. We just, wow. Patent pending. That is that's trade. That's about to be trademarked. The it's lander ladder TM next to it. Well, yeah, it's worth. Thank you, lander ladder TM circle because that's worked out. So I'm going to continue. Yeah. It's it's the same thing as taking an alt line that is you know increasing the odds in your favor. Once you believe in that's game theory point. and script, that's the Dieter play. That, that's how that's how you got. I think it's how you got your smoker. Is that is that how you pay for the smoker? Uh, yeah, my wife for a stretch uh, said that. Hey, I know that a. a decent amount of money is being put down on certain certain markets that might not be the stock and uh i don't have a problem with that i just want to let you know we just moved into this new house and i expect the proceeds to go into the house like don't just be rolling that shit over into the next game no no no. if you're playing you're going for a purpose and then that way you're a little sharper this is a good woman will keep you right uh 
so yeah, there's a lot of things. Our house is more or less furnished by the uh, that LSU championship season and Joey Burrow's uh, monstrous game in the national championship game. That got uh, a, a new uh, Green Mountain Girl smoker, new yeah. patio furniture, like the alt line, baby. It, it, it paid out. And by the way, this is the way you should really go about your betting. Make sure that you need something and then ride it all on something to double your money. That's how you have to do it, right? That's I, that's I, I that's investing one hundred and one. If if it's about accruing money. It's just money. What are you doing with the money? No, you know, do, a, do a thing with the money. Just make sure right. you need it. Like if you have hospital bills or certain debts, make sure you're gambling that one. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're putting your gambling winnings into that because that's a good use of your bankroll. That said, every time every time I, I open up that smoker, which is a lot, uh, the carcinogens are high in this household. Uh, yeah. I think about Joey Burrow and arguably the greatest college football season of all time. And now I get sad because his calf, his calf done broke. We'll see how it is. I do want to touch on that game here as we look at, at week six, because yeah. all of that stuff said, you know, the kids are hot. We're on fuego, but yeah. it is a new week. And I, I we got to stay sharp. Like you said, you can't get, you know, you can't get watered down in success, um, but you can look for where maybe some teams are doing that. So we're going to yeah. start with sides and totals and then move into player props. Uh, last week on player props, we were nine and three up nearly mm-hmm. six units on sides and totals went four and two plus 3.1 units. That's pretty common. Size and totals are hard, and you really are just playing numbers at that point. If you're doing it like a sharp, you're really just Mm -hmm. looking at numbers and just going, all right, at what point in the week am I getting the number I want, and where do I think it's going to move? And that's the name of the game. So we're not that sharp. We're doing other stuff as well. But I'm going to kick it off with a teaser and allow us, uh, because it was worked so well last week, and it was a little bit cowardly because it, it still hit. Uh, yeah. It was last week. It was like the Lions and the Dolphins, which just was e- easy money and it, it could have just money. been parlayed. I, t- I took I took both of those guys straight up. Um, yeah. I, I understood. We talked through it with with the teaser. It made a lot of sense. If you have any trepidation, tease it. Um, you know, you, you can have a good gut feeling, but a little bit of trepidation, right? Like the, there's nothing wrong with that. Play the tease. Rock. Yeah. You know, you're still winning. And I'm already on I'm already on blood pressure medication. I'll just take the win without feeling like, you know, my everything's going to increase because of watching Tua throw a pick six from his own four yard line or whatever. Right. That ain't worth it. Right. And and that was a wonderful indication of how bad the Giants are because he tried to hand them that game. So we're going to go back to fading them and and we're going to go go ahead and take I don't like fading dogs for more points i don't like doing that i like taking a big favorite and just getting it to a number that i like that feels like me controlling things well i mean by the way there's really nothing else you can tease a 15 and a half point underdog to like oh we're gonna we're gonna run this thing up to 21 like what are we talking about let me explain how i did this yeah exactly you know when you you need an extra touchdown to to make you feel better about it like, I don't uh, feel great about 15 and a half in general. That's such a massive line. Then then stop. Right. And and at that point, if yeah, just whatever. You're I finding a number you I think like. it's a good tease here. Yeah. So I'm going to. But here's what I actually did for the majority of, of, of the bankroll that I'm spending on fading the Giants and riding with the 49ers. I've seen mm-hmm. what I need to see. And I know who's playing quarterback for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I know enough. So I just t- I had to on, on the book that I was using. You can still get some nine and a halfs for San Francisco, at least on like yeah. a couple places. It's, I, I mean, it's I only by the time you listen to this, it, it's probably ten, if not ten and a half. It might get up to eleven by kickoff. And my primary book 
was offering it at 10 when I hit it this morning. And so I just bought a half a point. I just bought the hook for them to get it to minus nine and a half. And I bought, and I had to buy a, a, a half a point on the Buffalo game as well. Cause when I hit it, it was 14, it's 15 and a half in some places. That was probably yeah. some overreaction news to Daniel Jones being out. How much of a downgrade is Tyrod? They're both just, you could you argue, be running you can for argue it's an upgrade. Precisely. Like there's not like he's at least more reliable in certain situations when it comes to decision-making under pressure. Uh, that's where Daniel Jones is awful decision making under pressure. So um, and he's going to be under a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. So 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 I bought I bought the half a point there. I I, I, I like the Niners play. Um, and I have I have the Niners defenses and anytime touchdown at plus 500 in this game. Uh, I, I just I have a very hard time imagining a circumstance in which the Niners defense doesn't score as many points as the Cleveland Browns offense with PJ at, at quarterback like. Yep. It, it is. It was rough with Dorian Thompson Robinson. Like I, I, I get it. I understand why the Browns went away from that. This is not a better option. At, at least, <laughs> at least the kid could run. Yeah. PJ can't run. He's just stuck in there, and he's yeah. gotten shots, and he's a sharp guy, and all this stuff. The weapons you could argue are there, but this offense is just anemic. And if it was going up against, I don't know, the Giants or, or some other team with a bad defense. I could maybe be talked into taking Cleveland in, in that big number, but not against San Francisco, not against San Francisco. And by the way, th- this thing had trap game written all over it for the Niners Yeah, when it was Deshaun Watson possibly playing, but quarterbacks are destiny in this league. PJ, PJ Walker is just not a, an NFL caliber quarterback. You have the Niners pass rush, which added Randy Gregory, just like, Saw that tonight, just a little clandestine adding of Randy Gregory to be next uh, across from Nick Bosa. Javon Hargrave's been incredible. They they got dudes up front. We know that they got the best linebackers in the NFL. We know that. I think their safeties are really good. Cornerbacks are just fine. They might get some yards. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're talking about. Getting into the end zone, uh, I'm not so sure. They're they're uh, lowest any t- touchdown score. Is Jerome Ford at plus three hundred? Wow. Well, so it, here's the very the very interesting thing about this game is that it their team total opened at sixteen and a half when Deshaun was still questionable. It opened at sixteen and a half for the Browns, and my buddy Will was saying you need to hit that. It's going down. It's at tw- I think eleven and a half in some places. I mean, it's brutal. And 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 by the way, like think about where those points are going to be coming from. It, that's going to be late. Nothing to lose. Let it rip. Maybe Niners third string, de- second and third string defense out there. Like I just, I, I cannot imagine a circumstance where the 49ers, uh, it, Listen, Cleveland's defense is very good. Like they, they could, they could limit the number of points. Niners might not score thirty this week for the first time all season. Right. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, lo- I love saying this. I, I sometimes think we forget, you know, the actual point. The whole point is to score more points than the other team. It doesn't matter if you limit them or you score a lot of points yourself. You have to score yeah. more points than the other team. And in this case, I, it, I have a hard time seeing the Niners not putting at least two touchdowns on the board. And I have a very hard time seeing one touchdown on the board for the Browns. So, like, right. what are we talking about here? First, no, yeah, there, there's nothing there. You can still get it nine and a half on FanDuel. I'd pound nine and a half. I, yeah. I just they've beaten good teams by multiple touchdowns. What the hell are they yep. going to do to the Browns? Hundred percent. I don't care where it is. It had trap game written on it in in part 
because of coming off a Sunday night football game against the Cowboys where they just mashed them into complete minced meat. But like in, in this game, there are no weapons even on the other side that you worry about. It's, it's a similar concept to playing the big, the big favorites last week where it was just like, look, I understand that crazy things happen in football, but that crazy thing did happen in that giants game with the dolphins. And they still didn't score another touchdown other than kind of where I'm at. Like even if you add in Niners let down 10 a.m. Pacific start for them coming off the Cowboys, even if you add all that up, like where would you set this line? 16. Like, honestly, between 11 and 15. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, nice margin there. Just wanted Uh, to be obvious. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Honestly, this game, I think, should have a, a larger line than Buffalo and the Giants. Which is massive, and, and the other and the other part of this tease, and 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 what's what's I do want to give Cleveland's defense some flowers because it sucks that we just have to like they're awesome poo poo this this team in general, but they're number one in so many things that count on defensive well defensive EPA if you if you believe in that as a metric, uh, and then rush and 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 pass defense if number I mean pass defense you can't pass on them they've been absolutely uh, bananas there they have had some decent matchups when it comes to bad quarterbacks but yes. I'm, I'm still giving them uh, a, definitely a lot of the benefit I, of the I, doubt. I question their li- I question their linebackers when you're going up against a Shanahan like offense. Look at the linebackers because the entire point of a Shanahan offense, whether it's Mike McDaniel running it, I don't know if Kevin Stefanski doesn't seem to run the Cleveland offense anymore. So that's an interesting point. Right. Uh, like anytime you're looking at one of those wide zone uh, rhythm passing offenses, it's the linebackers because the linebackers oftentimes have multiple things that they need to do given certain circumstances. And those offenses are predicated on putting players in conflict, making them have to decide between two things that they have to do on every single play. And yep. I, I just I just don't trust that the Niners won't be able to move the ball a bit through the air. And I, I feel pretty comfortable with them being able to move it on the ground. Elijah Mitchell might be back. Jordan Mason has looked really good. Christian McCaffrey had an MVP first four weeks of the season. Um, I don't think it will be pretty, but I also don't think it will be close. So that's where we're at. I, I like the tease on it. If you want to get into that. Um, I just bought a point. I, yeah. I just, I bought yeah. a point and parlayed them together. Basically, you know, I, I, um, I, I like just playing the, I like buying a point, both of the, uh, both of the favorites and just, you know, try to go stress-free on it. I think that's, I think that's a pretty good way to parlay. Sorry. So yeah, I I should be clear. I kind of mixed up what I was saying here. The, the uh, one and a half units is for plus two twenty, not minus one twenty. The, the, the other tease that I did, I actually teased those two teams at smaller spreads, but I, I, I made that a little bit more confusing than I need to, because by just buying the half a point for the Niners and the full point, for the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. parlaying them together still got me plus two twenty. So the full unit and a half is to win three point three units I like on that. this one. And I think that's a good play. I think that's I think that's sharp. You don't have to have the massive margin, especially with favorites. Just if you can take any plus money, take it. Yeah, and and so that that's why like you know I am putting a decent amount on on both these games in the standpoint that there is a tease out there now for me that's at at to get both these teams under uh so the Buffalo Bills would be at uh plus six they're uh minus six and a half rather and then we've got the 49ers at minus uh four and a half as well as well because they were still eight so it was climbing so that's a tease that's minus one twenty I feel really good about that that's got a full unit on it the unit and a half is to win some some decent some decent coin this week because yeah I'm I'm kind of tired of just watching these games be complete blowouts and going 
why did I need the six points? What 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 yeah. made me think I needed it? You know. So you did the teaser anyway. You, you so I went sure for the teaser to sort of cover my bases because I've still got a lifeline <laughs> to the side of the pool. Yeah. Like I'm still holding onto the edge, but like I'm almost. Your mom on the still has end. you on a leash at the mall. A little bit, yeah, but like it's got a lot of slack. I can run in and out of all okay. the TCBYs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds um, good. there. That's really go. it. The Dolphins is the other part of this as well because they're in. Mm -hmm. uh, they're another massive favorite, and I'm just at this point. I was a little hesitant to to include them in teasers. I saw them as the team that could most likely blow this for me, partly mm -hmm. because I saw them try to do it so much in that Giants game for the first half of it. They really just yeah. did everything they could to not win that game to allow the Giants to hang around, hang around. And, and they shan out and, and, and kind of a new that, running back rotation that matters. They have the weaker defense, even though there's the all, so many injuries on that Bills defense now, which mm -hmm. I'll keep that in mind when they play a team that I would be worried about. It doesn't matter yeah, who this your week defense is against bad. the Giants. Right. Yeah. So but but the the Dolphins still have the weakest defense of those. Obviously, the Niners having the best defense of the three. Like that's where, like, even if if some randomness happens in that game, because there's at least a few weapons that I can name on the Panthers. The thing that just made me go, never mind, I don't care if I can get the, the Dolphins under two touchdowns. I mean, obviously, if you want to talk about the head to head stuff, that's fine. But then you just need to look at the injury report at this point for the uh, for the the Panthers who have six starters out already. Miles Sanders still questionable. Um, the defensive backs at this point, they have two starters left of of, of any of them um there's just nothing there anymore they already I mean, had that, too many could this holes. be could this be construed as a positive it's not like the other starters are doing great my only like maybe maybe some young guys come in there and surprise here's what i was shoes. thinking about that because i agree with you there i'm always thinking what's how does this go wrong yeah I, the thing about long that time, is yeah. like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the thing about that is though there's that's on a player by player basis, that might yeah. be something I buy into. You're talking about half your defense. <laughs> yeah. How many hit, how many hidden gems you got on that bench over there? Yeah, why were all those guys on the bench? At a certain <laughs> right. point, there is. At a certain point, you're playing the lottery here. <laughs> Keanu Reeves ain't walking out that door for some replacements. You know what I mean? All right, Gene. Uh, I, I like it. What are you going to do with it? I'm just going to hit it. 13 and a half. You're just, you're just taking 13 and a yeah. half. I see it at 14 in some spots. You're just taking it. Okay. Yep. I already, I, I already hit the 13 and a half because I was, once I saw the injury report fully cleared like that, I was good to go. Um, and then as far as adding them to anything else, I don't really need to at this point. I think I've got my bets down and I feel good about them. All right. So with the favorites, you're taking the dolphins. You're just taking the full line yep. at minus one ten. Yep. You're going, you got a teaser with the bills and the doll with the Niners. You're teasing both of those down to go to one minus one twenty. Yes, is that right? Correct. And then you are buying a half point and a point, if I remember correctly. You got it. San Francisco and Buffalo, respectively, taking that as a parlay at plus two ten, two twenty four, two twenty four. Yep. I if you're watching on, on YouTube, you got the tickets up. So yeah, but thank you for for making that. I just I just want I just want to make sure we're clear. Do you have any? Um, non-double-digit lines this week that you'd like to play? Just one. Okay. What do you got? No, I do have two. I am going to ride with the Bengals. I am. Everything. Ooh, I don't know about that. I know. I know. Everything in me says, okay, well, let me not phrase it as I'm going to. We, we can have a conversation about because I haven't laid that bet down at all. Okay. I've been tried. I, I was trying to convince two people that I am a believer in the Seahawks and that 
the Bengals beat a team by two touchdowns that was already injured with its best player, not good, bad showing from its quarterback, and it has a very bad defense in the Cardinals. And if you're using that as your measuring stick for why they're back, I don't agree with that. That was my point, and I'm a, I'm a Seahawks believer. I'm a truther. I do like what I see from that team. And when I look at the things that matter, like how they rank in, in very important categories, like being able to run the ball on offense, it's incredible how great their offensive line has been. Um, they're eighth in offensive DVOA. They are uh, number two in rushing offense, EPA and success rate as well, because they just get chunk yardage. Uh, and then a lot of times they've got uh, like six runs of 25 yards plus at this point. So they, they can eat it up in, in tons. Like, this Bengals defense is going to be on the field a lot without the ability to stop Kenneth Walker and company. So maybe I'm now talking myself back into it because all I needed was one person who was actually on my side to believe in me. I'm, I don't believe in you. I don't believe in you. At all. I mean, I, I, I don't believe in this Bengals. Yeah, no, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I needed you to come in and be like, no, dude, you were right no. to think the Seahawks okay. were the better. So team. let's, let's just go over what happened last week as astutely predicted by your boy. The Bengals had to have it, had to have it. And what did they do when they had to have it? Exactly what any moron with a microphone and three working brain cells thought they would do. And I'm speaking of myself, of course. Just throw it to fucking Jamar Chase every play. Just throw it to Jamar every single play. Do you think Pete Carroll is going to allow that to happen? Full stop. Do you not think that Pete Carroll is going to bracket Jamar Chase? He still might get 100 yards. But he ain't going for a buck 92 and 15 receptions and three touchdowns. That wasn't Joe Burrow. That was Jamar. Everything that Burrow had that wasn't Jamar was not terribly impressive and certainly not very mobile. You're dealing with a Carolina pass rush that, or I'm sorry, a, a Cardinals pass rush that is okay. I think that that is the one area where you could say, hey, since he has a shot here, because Seattle has no pass rush. But man, they have a secondary, and that well, here's I, what everyone goes. Oh, help, help me understand this because, and maybe maybe what you're going to say is because I, I need to interrupt you about the secondary because everyone, when you say that Pete Carroll's not going to allow it to happen, mm-hmm. here's three different wide receiver combos that they've played and their stats. Carolina, yep. this one hurts them the most. Mm-hmm. Carolina with Andy Dalton, Thielen and Chart combined for two thirty one and two two tutties. Combined. In Detroit, yeah. you've got Amon Ra, Reynolds, mm-hmm. and Khalif Raymond combined for 212 and a tutty. Puka mm-hmm. and Tutu, they combined for 238 without a tutty in, in week one. What yeah. was he doing in those weeks that he allowed both those guys to go off in all those games? It's a, there's a difference between both and one. I, I really think that. There's a difference between having two guys go off. By the way, if you have two guys go off, that's your passing offense. I mean, that's a cumulative thing. You go, oh, well, Puka and Tutu. Well, who else was catching the goddamn ball on the the Rams that week? So that's the entirety of the passing offense. I'm not implying in any way that Seattle has some dominant, you know, legion of boom, no fly zone pass defense. What I'm saying is that they have at least slightly competent players there. And their issue that they have is that they don't have any pass rush. They got linebackers that are stuck in the mud. Yeah. And while those guys can cover pretty well for about five seconds, you can't have them covering for seven, eight, nine. Yep. Now, that's a real issue against quarterbacks that can extend the play in the pocket, make things happen. That normally is Joe Burrow. That's not Joe Burrow this year. So if you're going to do the quick passing game that Joe Burrow has to do because that you know he's in shotgun, 
the the cap is all messed up. If you're going to do that, Pete is going to cheat up. He's going to have a bracket. Safeties are going to be all over Chase because the second option I don't think is going to be readily available. I don't think that I I, I, I don't think Irvin is going to have a big game. I don't think that I just don't see I just don't see the Bengals replicating what they did against the Cardinals. And by the way, it should be noted. While the Bengals had a great offensive game, I think Arizona had more of a bad offensive game than the Bengals had a good defensive game. Without I think question. that Josh Jobs, we are he is who we thought he was. Yeah. I mean, just like he's a good player. I know. He's fine. I don't Sputtering think he shouldn't now. be starting, but he's like the 30th best starter in the NFL. Like yeah. he's unquestionably one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And it was nice that we all had this, but the book is out and there is no more chapters left for him to add to it. So Gino is above average. He average isn't very high these days, but Gino's an above average quarterback. He's got weapons. Tyler Lockett is going to tear this Bengals secondary up. And I love the run game that Seattle has. I'm not saying it won't be a shootout. What I'm saying is you're telling me that the Bengals are favorites, and I'm saying give me everything you got on the other side. Two and a half on the road. I'll take it. I'll take it all day. I'll play it up a little bit. Give give me anybody against the Bengals until the Bengals prove it two weeks in a row, and I don't think they will. I'm going to add one thing before I – Yeah. Devin Witherspoon was out for a couple of those games, I said. He's very good. Very, very, saying. very good. Like, um, just, that could be just, a part of it all. Jonathan Gannon has done a nice job in Arizona. Um, the defense. They just, their defense doesn't have dudes. It has Buda Baker, who's a yeah. freaking strong side linebacker. Yeah. Like it, 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 it ain't, it, that ain't their, that ain't the strong point of their team. They're well coached. They're getting more out of those guys than they probably should. But that only makes you like the 20th best defense in the NFL. Seattle is probably they can be average on a good day. And I think that's all you need. Uh, I think that's all you need. If Joe Burrow is not going to be able to take what Seattle's defense gives him, which is time because he doesn't trust that calf, man, I I don't know what we're talking about here. Are you taking the, the money line there? No, I, 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 no, because the Bengals do have better players on offense, and in a shootout, I like home teams. Mm. Um, so I think I'll just take the points and, and not worry about it too much, it, especially when we're within a field goal. Normally, I would say let's go money line. Let's just let's just put it all on there. But on the road, possible shootout, I might take a total. I might take an yeah. over. Yeah, I like but, it. But uh I think I'll just I think I'll just play the points and yeah. uh and if I want to yeah, I think I'll just take the points. I might even I might even buy it buy it up so that I can push on a field goal. Yeah. I think you I think you that that would be the play. If you're not gonna go for the money line, you want the points, you might as well get the the half there. Obviously, games can end within one and two points. We get it. Um yeah. but yeah, I would still say that you might want to just get the number that you you know, the fixed number that you know. Do we is have good. A, do we have a Jamar Chase? So I'm all over that. Total. I'm all that's my I, I was going to keep it for player props. But that was my one thing I wanted to say about Devin with us. I just want to give him his flowers before I said, but I'm still just riding the shit out of Jamar Chase this week. He's a lot of my favorite plays. 
Uh, I've got an anytime touchdown article I write for the lines.com. That is something that we are six and oh, everybody. Hopefully you're following along there. Six and oh, the last two weeks. And I am flying with Jamar Chase. I already hit him with a full unit for anytime touchdown at minus 110. I hit him for two plus touchdowns at plus 650. I hit him to hit the first touchdown of the game for plus 650 as well. I like that. That that secondary. I love first touchdowns. Yeah, they're 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 great. Kittle was a really nice one the other day against the the Cowboys at thirteen yeah. to one. Um, nice. But yeah, the Jamar Chase stuff, like the, the what's it, what's, it is, what's the receiving yards total on him? Eighty six and a half. I'm sorry, what eighty six and a half? Eighty six point five. He had one hundred ninety two yards last week. I mean, I'll take the over on that. Great, that's a lot of respect for the Seattle defense. I thought I was giving it. Oh boy. Man, this this Seattle defense versus the pass is is very bad. Twenty um, seventh in pass defense success rate. Um, they are not getting rush uh, the pass rush in there at all. They really are not blitzing. I mean, they're they're trying to blitz. It's not working out uh, very well at all. They're not getting to anybody, and that's just leaving their guys high and dry. Which is why when you have good wide receivers that they go up against, that's my they thought. do they they give up yards. Chase and that, is going to get Chase is going to get half of that eighty two and a half on one play. Like, yep. uh, but I just don't think it's a repeatable formula for Cincinnati. I think Chase is, I got it. I wrote it down before you gave me the line. I'm like, what would I put it at? I said 115 in the tutty. Wow. For Jamar Chase. That, that's what I think. 115 right. in the tutty. No, you. that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty normal game for a player of his caliber. I know he hasn't been up to that this year. He, but like, he might not have, he, he averaged not- 115 in a tutty last year. <laughs> He might not have been up, looked up to it so far this year, but I will say this. It's not for lack of participation and usage. He soaks up usage, the complete wide receiver sponge. Like he, he's got yeah. the num- he's number one in routes run, fifth in target share, um, and second in targets overall. He's got the second most receiving targets in the red zone. Uh, 10 times that he's targeted inside the 20, pretty much usually in the end zone. Like, yeah, finally got the, the three tutties last week. I, I'm so all over that for him this week. And then I do think I'm I'm starting to feel like, realize that my favorite bet in this game is the over. Um, that you can still get yeah. four, 45 and a half. I think both these teams are good for for getting close to 30. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that scares me about taking Seattle. I'm, I'm not going to bet them. I'm not going to take them in the picks pool. I'm not going to okay. take any points with them. I'm going to ride Jamar Chase and just feel like I know one angle of this game is. Oh, and Kenneth Walker, the third, by the way. I'm just going right into player props, oh, but he's walking it. in the end zone and you can still get it at plus money, dude. It's plus 105 for him mm-hmm. to still get it into the end zone for Kenneth Walker, the third. We're talking like he's still sixth in rushing touchdowns and he's played one fewer games than everybody that's ahead of him. People do like Charmonade. People like the kid. But- he hasn't gotten vultured. That's why I keep going back yeah. to it. I, everyone was really worried about him getting vultured this year and he's still seventh in running back, uh, t- like, uh, snap share inside the red zone he's got the six most reds uh uh, totes inside the the goal line as well like in goal to go situations he and he's a menace when he's running uh inside the goal line (laughs) he's He's also got this i i love his just continual touchdown prop and if it's going to continue to be plus money uh Mm -hmm. then that's another one i like because yeah i I like a shootout on this one so i'm I'm probably going to go over in it and that's That's where i'm at we've talked too much about this yeah any anything anything else that you like on sides and totals um, yeah, no, I, I got I got a couple. Yeah. I like the Eagles minus seven at the Jets. Um, I, I don't think that the Eagles are as good as they were last year. I also think that the Jets are getting way too much respect right now on the offensive side of things. Um, I, we have seen the Eagles defense, which, yes, it's taken half a step back. It is still elite. It is still one of the five best, maybe, you know, five, I feel comfortable saying, mm-hmm. defenses in the NFL. 
Zach Wilson is still not good. And I, I, I know that he's got, you know, a top receiver, and I know that they switched over to Brees Hall after you know taking their sweet time and running Dalvin Cook into the back of the line of scrimmage far too often. I know that there are some weapons. I just think that the Eagles are going to eat them up. They just eat them up in a way that they've eaten up a lot of quarterbacks already this year, and they certainly did it last year. And I am also starting to see a little bit of positive momentum in the offensive game for the Eagles, where A.J. Brown is starting to come alive a little bit more. I think this is a big Devontae yeah. Smith game. We know that Swift is, is the dude. Um, I, I, I feel I feel pretty good about the Eagles here, who, by the way, haven't lost a goddamn game. Uh, they haven't looked as good as they did last year, but they haven't lost a goddamn game yet. Uh, a lot closer, but seven points at New York. That's not, you know, there's no issue in travel or home field advantage or any of that crap. Like, I just, I don't understand how this is not a double-digit line. I think that if this game had happened somehow before that Jets-Chiefs game where we all watched on national TV Zach Wilson somehow perform admirably, especially compared to Patrick Mahomes, we'd be talking about this game in the same realm as Dolphins and Panthers and Niners and Browns and Bills and uh, and Giants. It, 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 this is the same thing to me. And so if you're telling me it's seven, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it up to 10-11. I, I just I, I don't see this game being close at all, all due respect to the, to the Jets defense. Don't say that. that. I mean, no, like legitimately all due respect to the Jets defense, but like defense specifically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have no respect for the Jets offense. (laughs) Like Robert Sallow has a great defense. Great offense beats great defense. And I still think that the Eagles have a great offense. They certainly have the weapons to be a great offense still. Uh, And at some point the mental dam has to break. For the Jets defense being like, how much can we hold this dude up? Yeah, they couldn't even win the game that he played well in. Like, They're on the field a lot. The solar eclipse happened and he, they missed it. They're like, on the field a lot. It's just, uh, do you feel tell me, great tell about me when it? Tell me when it gets worth worth it to you. Minus seven and a half, one tw- plus 122. I'm, and I'm just going down a point. Eight plus 134. Nine plus 144. Ten plus 172 over ten and a half. Ten and a half. 190 at 11 and a half. So you want a 10 and a half plus 172. Yeah. I like that. Were you asking me what I think about it? Was that your next question? No, I was just saying continue to give me numbers, but I'm I'm all ears <laughs> for you, baby. I don't I, I the only thing that the Eagles can't do well right now on defense is stop good wide receivers who have good quarterbacks. Well, that's like, not I wanted be an the issue two. in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I I agree with that sentiment. Let me know when that affects the New York Jets. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> like I think they have a great wide receiver. I also think awesome. they have the worst quarterback in the National Football League. So yeah, yeah. He if, if Dobbs is thirty, Wilson's probably thirty-two. Who's thirty-one? Um, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah. Oh, Kenny Pickett maybe. Kenny Pickett's been ass by the skin of his teeth. I Do gotta you- say, Kenny. Kenny Pickett had such a great preseason that everyone decided not to look at his numbers from last season. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe. I, by the way, I can't believe we fucking lost that Ravens Steelers game. Wanna, I, it's, I was waiting. It's happening in real time, and I'm like, this is exactly how it should go. Except Lamar happen. Jackson is apparently ass. Like what? 
No, and he wasn't. He was asked on it's one receivers, play, right? He was asked on one play, and it was just it's it's a wild ending. We're not getting into that. I just want to know if you use any of the same logic in that uh, Titans Ravens game where you go. The Titans just got to London. The Ravens have been there oh. since like Monday. Well, let me tell you about the one that I'm definitely taking in that logic. Uh, by the way, that's another reason I don't feel so great about Buffalo, right? Like, I, I'm not feeling so hot because they just played in London. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, Jacksonville's coming back. Yeah, from ten days, and they're giving up four and a half to a Colts team that has Garner Minshew, which is like passable. Now you can pass against them, but like the Colts are fine. And I, everything I'm reading out of Jacksonville is like Doug Peterson being like, it's so much worse coming back. So much worse. We do this every, it's so much worse coming back. And this time we stayed, I'm reading, I'm reading every article. It's just the Jacksonville Jaguars bitching about how hard it is to come back for five hours. And again, I, I do this trip to the UK multiple times a year. It's so much worse coming back. <laughs> it's way worse. You think so? Get, get I'm so the opposite, but I mean, it's definitely personal. That's yeah. Well, for me, I'm pretty sure that the locker room is not unified on the issue in terms of their circadian rhythms. Like, (laughs) I I just four and a half. Okay, my my hesitation is yes, the Colts aren't very good. Uh, They're fine. They're fine. They're a fine football team. They're well coached. Concern is they haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014 when Andrew Luck was their quarterback. So like that's that's a problem. Uh, Once a year, every year, 2014. It's been a goddamn decade. Uh, but Garner Minshew back in Duval County, that matters to me. Like that's like a big FU game. Um, Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked like that guy. They they really had to lean on Travis Etienne in London. I just don't think that's a sustainable model for success. He's a really good player. I just don't think it's sustainable. I, I don't think he can't be schemed out of whatever it is he just did. Um, I, I'm just looking at four and a half and I'm saying it's a little tight. It's a little tight. I feel like the market's a little, you know, uh, I think it might have been six and a half if they're not coming back from London, maybe five mm-hmm. and a half, probably more like five and a half. But I'll take the four and a half. I'll take it. Uh, you're giving me more than a field goal division game. Jacksonville coming off of jolly old London, England for 10 straight days. Coming back, got to sit in the heat. No, no. Come on. Come on. Give me the, give me the Colts all day, every day on that one. Uh, and then finally, yeah, this is this is a different kind. I'm in on the Chargers, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, but they're getting two and a half at home against the Cowboys. And I am just, I, I watched the Dallas Cowboys quit against the 49ers. These are one of the, this is one of the, the great perks of like being in the stadium for yeah. games like this. You can tell when teams actually quit. And it's only happened once in my entire professional career where I've seen it in person. And you'll remember this. It was when Ben McAdoo's New York Giants showed up to play a winless San Francisco 49ers in 2018 or 20. Yeah, 2018. And the Giants were hell bent on getting Ben McAdoo fired that day. And it still took a couple of weeks, but they were hell bent on it. And the way that you see them quit isn't just the lame arm tackles and the lack of pursuit. It's the weird angles. Football is a trigonometry, baby. It's all about weird angles. And the safeties were just taking weird angles. It's not the same angle they were taking in the first quarter or the second quarter. It's just a, they're just given space. They're given birth on the highway. And that's what the Cowboys were doing in the second half against the 49ers. 
they, they, they lost their juice. They lost their spark. They're given wide berth. And then I said, I got to go to this locker room after the game. I got to be in there. I got to hear what these guys are saying. And what they're saying is everything. There was no, there was no unified message about what the fuck just happened, which I get. Like, you just got absolutely punched in the mouth. It's going to be confusing. But you got Dak Prescott coming up there and being like, we put it all on the line and we lost and we got to reevaluate everything. Like we got to start from scratch. Like clearly we're not the team we thought we were like, we must suck. We got to build this thing up from the bottom. And luckily we got some time, which is a reasonable take. Then you got Mike McCarthy. And I knew we were, I wanted to interrupt you and go. And what did Mike McCarthy say? And Mike McCarthy's like, wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Don't know. No, what we're going to, we're, we're going to regroup. We're going to tweak a few things that look at the bell. Just, you know, it's just a couple small things. You got Micah Parsons saying, I don't think they're that much better than us. You got CeeDee Lamb saying, I got no problems with our offense. I think we're going to be just fine. And like, by the way, getting pressed on it because it's Dallas media. They're about it. Like, good on them. I like the Dallas media because they like actually give a shit and ask tough questions. And uh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You just got spanked. Dak threw three interceptions. He had one very nice touchdown, but three interceptions. It was just a complete clusterfuck. How how can you think we're not that far away when that team just gave you the business for four straight quarters? Their second stringers were giving you the business. You guys look like you quit. This is the kind of loss that I firmly believe ruins seasons. Because the Cowboys are a team, especially when you're defensive, defense heavy, when you're kind of like defense first, they're a team that rides on confidence. It, it, like defense is all id. It is all just, I'm the man, I'm out to kill. Confidence, confidence. Everyone's got to screw loose. Everybody out, is out there just trying to like prove their masculine. Like it is just, it's not a normal mindset for a human being. That's every single defender has to have that. And the Dallas Cowboys, they fly around, man. They got, they are nothing but id. They're awesome. And now that is entirely shattered. It just has to be. You can't build that shit back up in a week. You can't. And I know that the Chargers have a lot of problems. Well, actually, they have one problem. Their head coach. Right. Uh, and that he's just not very good. But, man, like, Justin Herbert's going to carve these dudes up. They don't have Leighton Vander Esch, who is a very yeah. good player. Big, That's big a big deal. Like, I think the Michael Chargers Parsons have enough off looking over his shoulder for George Kittle every, the whole yeah. game. <laughs> I, just, I just, like, I'm interested to find out how right or how wrong I am on this because I feel very strongly about it. It's a, not a logical take by me. No, it is. That's, it's just the kind of game that ruins teams. Yeah. This team thought they were a Super Bowl contender. Then they ran up against an actual Super Bowl contender. Yeah. And I just I just don't think that you can unify and coordinate a squad that has this much mental disparity and is coming off a loss like that. It's just going to be in the back of their head nonstop. And the yeah. Chargers are just good enough to take advantage. You're giving me a, you're giving me, I, I like the Chargers straight up, first and foremost. You're giving me the points. I'm taking the points. Take I'm going to take both of them. Yeah. Me By too. the way, another national TV game. Yep. Yeah. But obviously, my two word retort, if I was making it, which I'm not because I'm mm-hmm. agreeing with you, but if I were to, to be on the other side of the aisle, Brandon yeah. Staley. However, yeah. I also, you know, look, who's going to out stupid if the, who? If the, yeah, I mean, it, it's not, it's not, it's like, it's not going to be the finest moment for NFL coaching. It's not, um, it's not going to be too deeply intellectual. If, That's if not the Charger, really, but if the Chargers were two and a half point favorites, I'd stay I'd away from it. this. Really? You would take you, it you, still. 
I, I think I would. I think they're gonna. I think as long as I got under three I, for them, I, I would. I agree with you, but then I'm gonna agree with your Brandon Staley argument. It'd be but like they, no, no, no. Logically speaking, the Chargers should be home field advantage favorites in this game. Yeah, I don't think there's that much difference between the two teams. You know, be but amazing. like Brandon Staley's like egregious. What what if what if the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Raiders played some form of three teams on one field football and their head coaches had to figure out how to do it. We're talking about like Mike McDaniel, Josh McDaniel, Brad Staley, <laughs> Mike McCarthy coaching. That's a yes. hilarious game I would watch. Um, I mean, they should all play at SoFi because every team would consider it their home field. Yeah, it would be all their home field. Yeah, the Cowboys would legitimately like have Cow- It's going to be a Cowboys home it field It is. I, I get that. The, the Chargers night. don't play. In, they haven't played in front of a home crowd in a long time. Everybody. Who no, yeah. Like that doesn't bother me with the Chargers. Like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't because it's different when it's like a team like the Rams or, it's a, yeah. you know, uh, stuff like that. When you expect to have the home crowd behind you and you yep. go out there and suddenly it's like all blue. Like that's upsetting. Um, it, Steelers have gotten or the Niners massive boost from that. Niners do it as well. Yeah, Packers. Like, but Packers. but yeah, let, Packers let, didn't let me, really me show also, up in Vegas. It should be noted. Yeah, what was that about, dude? I, I was like, know. "Where's all the cheeseheads?" That was part there of. Was a, was like, there were a lot of cuts to tra- Raiders fans, and usually there's like four of them that they can find at their own stadium. That was crazy, dude. That was crazy because the Packers travel as well as any fan base outside. It's just Steelers. Monday night, and you know they got crazy. Um, the other thing, Bosa's back. Derwin James is back. Um, their their totally. defense is going to look a bit better. So. We'll see Staley what happens. Can, Staley can draw up a defense every yep. now and again. Yep. He's done yep. some interesting right. stuff on the defense side. He'll and be a good I, defensive coordinator for somebody. I, I don't like – yeah, he will be. <laughs> Didn't mean to step on that one. I don't think that the Cowboys offense is that good. I'm not that impressed by it. We, we, we've we been definitely dealing with sides. I think we've got some good ones in there. I, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna ride with you on uh, on what you're talking about okay, here. So with, Chargers, with Char- Chargers okay. plus two and a half. Eagles yep. minus seven that I'll play up to ten and a half. Yep. Um, I like the Colts plus four and a half. I'm just, just taking that one, just the four and a half. I like the Niners at whatever you can get them for my sides. And I'm going to take Seattle two and a half. Okay. At Cincy. So I, I'm on the, I'm on the record with a few things here. I'll take the over at 45 and a half. Too. Fuck it. Yeah. I like that. Um, I might try to convince you later that you should just take like the Seahawks minus two and a half, but we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Minus, you, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, I want to throw um, player props out there and out there for get everyone me. and get them out. Cause we've been cr- like nine and three last week, dude, plus 5.8 units on it. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, we should have led with this cause this is where we're going. It, it's okay. I, I mean, that's the beauty of, of editing. I can just put this in the front. Welcome to <laughs> no. Okay. So, <laughs> so going into player props, I already told you that I'm just like flying high with Jamar chase and Kenneth Walker, yeah. the third as well. Um, I, Zay Zay Flowers has been at 48 and a half yards or less like this whole season. And they finally put him up to 56 and a half yards. And I go, dang it. And I don't even think it's because the books figured it out. I think the books looked at the same numbers that I looked at, which everyone looks at. And that is a lot of the the, the pass defense and the targets that he's up against. Like if you're Mm going to get 12 targets and be fourth among wide receivers in target share, uh, with that team, with that passing offense, plus now you're talking about playing this Tennessee defense that is bottom five in it's every good. defensive passing metric that you could worry about. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, it seems pretty easy to me at 56 yeah. and a half that you take Zay Flowers, right? My, my general consensus is that I'm not touching the Ravens until I have some idea of what the Ravens are. Yeah. But I totally, I mean, I think it's a very logical take. I think the yeah. fact that the books are already kind of in on it or that they finally figured it out this week, it gives me a little bit more pause on that. So it I makes might sense. lay off the Zay Flowers for a week, just for a week, just throwing that out there. Let it come back down. Let, let, let it come back down. 
I just need a little more, a little more Zay, baby. I just need a little more, yeah. just a taste. Yeah, um, I think, and, and I got a good I think Lamar is hoping for a little bit more Zay too. Mm. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, two hands. Yeah, please, man. You got you got tiny hands. hands. Yeah, you have you have tiny. And well, um, to be fair to him, he tripped last week. You got little Kenny Pickett hands. I, I feel like I'm just going right back to talking about the Giants. So James Cook. Yeah. Over 56 and a half yards. You can okay. still get plus money on a touchdown. I really like the touchdown because I might take two for him once again at like plus mm. 750 because the one okay. is still plus money. So I love it. The thing is, is like he was getting some carries vultured and maybe I won't. Maybe the two twos is two is getting greedy because he's got Damian Harris and Josh Allen and Josh Allen. Both yep. of those dudes are going to be taking some goal line carries from him. I like to be living. There. I don't disagree with one. Yeah. Two's too much. Two's too much when you've got those other dudes. Two's not too much for Jamar Chase, who's going to have 18 targets. Two is too much for James Cook, who's not going to have more than three red zone carries. Yeah, now, he's I, gotten I have, three. I have Jamar in, Chase at 15 targets, one touchdown, and plus in 115 receiving. That's the line. Whatever you have to do to make money off of that exact number, because that's what's happening. You can make money. That's 30 yards off of what his receiving prop is. You can make <laughs> yeah. money yeah. with Jamar Chase. Rat it up, baby. Definitely. Can I throw some anytime touchdowns at you? I love them. Yes. And one of these guys is on my fantasy football team. Please go. Yeah. Okay. Jacoby Myers plus 210. Uh, I don't want to watch the Raiders play football, but you know who runs over the middle to his own detriment physically? Hmm. Jacoby Myers. And if you're playing the Patriots, guess what? Your number one receiver doesn't get the ball. And uh, (laughs) our friend Devontae Adams he hasn't been getting the ball anyway, but like, do you think Bill Belichick's going to let that happen when everything is on the line for Bill Belichick? He's doubling down. Uh, is safety on the top, bracketed, you ain't getting shit against me. And that means you can have all the Jacoby Meyer seven-yard slants you want, and that is just manna from heaven for Jimmy Garoppolo. If the Raiders get into the end zone, it's Jacoby Meyer seven-yard slant, guaranteed. Now, listen, I'm not saying that you know other guys couldn't score. I'm saying there's probably not going to be a lot of touchdowns in this game, I think, for the Raiders. I think this game is going to be egregious. I don't even want to take the under because it's like tempting fate. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, the Raiders have won two games scoring fewer than 20 points this year. They How is this total at 41 and a half? Because both offense, like at some point they have to break through and maybe these are the two teams you can't. I, it's bad. It's bad. Um, but I like Jacoby Myers. He's clearly Jimmy Garoppolo's number one option. I think you're probably going to have to go through the air to get a touchdown. Plus 210 all day, every day on that one. Justice Hill plus 260 for the Ravens. I know I just said I don't want to take the Ravens, but Justice Hill's the better running back. He's the better running back, and there's plus 26 out there. Take it. Just take it. He's the better running back. And Jerome Ford. What's up? Plus 300 for Justice Hill's touchdown? No, plus 260. 260, but not far off. Okay. And then plus 300 for Jerome Ford, who's okay. the, the, the lowest anytime touchdown scorer for the Browns, who, listen, they might get in the end zone. And it's probably going to be Jerome Ford, who I think is just going to have a monster day because, like, hey, PJ Walker, you're back there. What are you going to do? I don't know. Give it to Jerome. Just get the ball out of my Throw hands and give him. it to Jerome. So I like Jerome Ford this week. I like a plus 300 anytime touchdown. Get him out in open space. Who knows what can happen? I mean, it might go, it might have to go in from 30 or 40. But I think it's doable. I think it's really possible. Now, I also like 49ers defense anytime touchdown at plus 500. I love that. Who's it going like to be? If you, just, just if you don't can, have to get it right. Tashawn Gibson. Safety to Sean Gibson. 
time stamping that so we can use it later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to know about Jerome uh, Ford. Says Funga. No, what's no. that? Gibson. Gibson. It's Gibson. I like Gibson better in the open field. Oh wow, you're still you're galaxy braiding this. Um, <laughs> you, you, I have a plus five hundred Niners anytime touchdown. You don't think I just gave you plus two ten, plus two sixty, plus three hundred, plus five hundred? You don't think I'm galaxy braining this? You're doing everything great. we talked about. How I'm trying to keep it simple. I threw it out the window. Yep, I love that. I love not that. a week I, for keeping it simple. It's a week for the galaxy. Exactly. Like you said, we've got money to play with. I, yeah. I have to take um, him, Jerome Ford, over 13 and a half receiving yards. I'm probably going to, oh. I think, I think we got a lander ladder in the works, is what I'm hearing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> let's let's climb it, baby. I hate that you gave it to me, though. I wish I'd thought of it. Damn it. <laughs> let's climb that ladder. Oh, take, man. Take me, take me up to betting heaven. Oh, baby. I'll just climb the lander ladder straight to, to heaven. How high, how, what, what is the final rung? Before you start getting queasy on the land, well, you know, I, 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 I freaking wussed out on uh, Rashi Rice and didn't go for the ten to one on the seventy mm. plus yards, and he got seventy two. So I'm not gonna let that happen again. I need, I don't have that on, um, on Fanduel yet, which is what I have open. I can pull up DraftKings, just give, but it, like, just give it to me conceptually. Oh, conceptually for Jerome Ford, receiving good call. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm overthinking that. Um, forty-five. I, yeah, I think I think I would go forty over forty point five. 40.5. I would go, I would go like, I might as well just take 15 plus 20. It's probably 15, 25, 35, 45. Yeah. Do you feel I good about 45? If I can get over 40 and a half, I'd really love it. I'll take over 45.5. Yeah. No, oh, that's you're crazy. Cl- no, you're closer to 45 than you are to 35. I'm, I'm, that's no, kind of I'm like, I'm just taking the 35. Man. Yeah. I'll just take the 35 and, and, and walk away. Yeah. If you can bet it up a little bit, bet it up a little bit, but like, yeah, that's what I'll do. 40 and a half, 40 and a half sounds good. It does. I don't know I if I'll get to have like eight catches. Yeah, he should. Now the issue, the issue, this is something to keep an eye on with the injury report. Like Fred Warner's there, obviously Fred Warner spends most of his time worrying about the quarterback. The guy you got to worry about with running backs is Dre Greenlaw, who I, I would make the argument has been a better linebacker this season uh, is also a raving lunatic, really nice guy, but rave like he plays. Remember the Boz? Like there was this, like there was this myth about how Boz played, and he never really did that at, in, in Oklahoma or, or certainly in the NFL. Like Dre Greenlaw plays like people thought the Boz played, right? Like he's out there taking heads off. Uh, he really should have like the Brian Cox neck brace thing on the back. Like that's oh the God. level. He's basically a movie linebacker. They're that's- an endless vault of defensive talent. It is absurd. And, he and might Dre not Greenlaw. play this week, was my point. And yeah. if that's the case, then you feel a little bit better about your own forward. Yeah, that would be way better. I, I Though their, back, their backups are very good. Yeah, they are. And, and Dre Greenlaw settled down. He's like not tackling people when they're already out of bounds anymore. He did a suplex on the first drive against the Cowboys, got away with it, and said, okay, that's how it's going to be, and uh, then proceeded to decapitate three different men. Yeah, I mean, I I, it's really enjoyable watching him play football. Yeah. Uh, but Jerome Ford's still going to get thirty plus receiving yards. Thirty, yeah. If you can get that, uh, if you can get yeah, that thirty-five, get, uh, yeah. I take it. I take it, especially I'm, late. I'm going to recap everything so we have it here and just oh, throw it boy. out there, right? And and yeah. you tell me if I forget something. Okay, we've got a tease for the 49ers um, and the Buffalo Bills, so that we get the 49ers at minus four and a half. We get the Buffalo Bills at minus uh, eight and a half. 
that gets us minus 120. We've got uh, a parlay where I bought half a point for the Niners, bought a full point for the Bills. That gets us plus 224. Got a full unit and a half on that. You are taking some sides here as well. List those off for me, please. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles minus seven at the Gi- or at the Jets. I will take that all the way up to ten and a half on the alternate line. Um, and I, I, I'm going to take that right before kickoff. I just want to see where this thing goes. I, I think that uh, people might bet it down a little bit. There's a lot of Jets love for some reason. Uh, if I had to throw in a little something extra, Jalen Hurts above 227 and a half passing yards. Just throwing that out there. Not putting that on the official record. Just saying if you're feeling something. It's a lean. It's a lean. Uh, I got Colts plus four and a half at Jacksonville. Ten days in jolly old England. Not going to do so well for our friends, the Jaguars. I got the Chargers plus two and a half at home against the Cowboys Monday night football. Uh, I'm going to leave my Niners bet off just because you've already taken care of it for us. And give me Seattle plus two and a half at Cincinnati. And I'm taking the over at 45 and a half as well. Those are the official sides this week. God help us all. God bless us all. Player props as we roll out. Uh, Zay Flowers still going over 56 and a half receiving yards for him. Kenneth Walker, anytime touchdown. Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. First yep. touchdown. Two plus touchdowns. Yep. All three of those yes. in the books. Saucy. James James Cook, anytime touchdown. I'm realizing we might as well parlay that with the money line. You can get do a player performance double. If you think he's going to score, just have tack on the bills to win and get a little bit more. Um Fair. And then James Cook over 56 and a half rushing yards. And mm-hmm. you had a few as well. Jacoby Myers plus 210 anytime touchdown. Justice Hill plus 260 anytime touchdown. Jerome Ford plus 300 anytime touchdown. If they're going to get in, it's Jerome Ford's business, baby. Could it be all Jerome, baby? I love it. Deez, thanks for coming on again, man. It's always a blast. We're, we keep killing it. As long as we keep killing it, I'll keep coming on. The second I, that I, we I stop killing it, say that. the second that we stop killing it, I'm blaming you. I'm going to lie to you. I don't think you're going to keep track of any of this, so I'll just tell you we did better than we did. Yeah, tell me I didn't. Damn it. He's got the notes. We got receipts, baby. (laughs) All right, well, we're going to be on back hopefully next week. Don't tell me if you're not coming on this time. Let's just keep people thinking you are so we can keep getting winners, and and we'll go from there. Dieter Kurtenbach, anytime appearance, plus 212. (laughs) I'm taking that. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Good luck with this week on everything football. Like I said, if you do want to make sure you're getting all the picks, uh, social media is a place to do it at JL Boogie everywhere. Mm-hmm. Land your bet stuff. He's at Dieter everywhere as well. If you want to follow him, um, not that he's putting too much out, but he's watching. Put, he's always watching. I've put nothing out, and he's I don't always know watching. my log. I don't know my login anymore. He's he's always watching though. So until we do talk to you guys next, happy betting. Yeah.